Will you remember me? Local business neglect is happening all around you. This is a difficult time for all of us. Help us help them by getting your next meal or coffee from your favorite local business. Remember local businesses. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Venmo at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. You can also email us at Dead Inside Caffeinated Podcast at gmail.com. I sat here and listened to six takes of coffee pours. I watched you do it so we could redo this intro, and here we are. I had to pee after it, Laura. What What do you want? What do you want? What do you want our intro to sound like? I, I just want us both to be happy with it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is our intro. This Fucking is, here we are. Listen to the podcast, fucks. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I am Josh. I'm Laura. We are dead inside. We are caffeinated as fuck. Big B Coffee. Welcome, everyone, to season two, The Deuce. <laughs> We're about to drop it hard. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm going to allow it. Uh, we are caffeinated today, courtesy of Big B Coffee. We're having Big B again. Okay. 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 Yeah, we didn't. We We're going to stray away from Big B a little bit and from Water Street to try other coffee places. We didn't know that Black Owl is closed. Yes. Black Owl is closed through this year. Or we did know and we forgot. Yeah. We did forget. It's probably because we ladder. found that out and then we were like, oh shit. Next week, we're going to be sitting down at Fourth Coast Coffee Ooh. on Westnidge. We're going to let you know what we think. What's going on? The atmosphere, the taste. Josh is going to put it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I might swirl it. You don't know. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> technique that I should be using more often, I guess. Should we review the coffee we drank at Big B today? What did you even order? I don't know I what got, you ordered. I got the honey cinnamon vanilla. How'd you feel about it? It tastes like when you eat the cinnamon toast crunch, the mm-hmm. milk that's left over. Yeah. It tastes like that, but warm. Oh. Yeah. Very, very milky then. Yeah, it's creamy. <laughs> A lot of cream. Creme. Weird pieces of shit. But here you <laughs> Yep. Welcome to the deuce. Welcome to the deuce. Shit drags, yo. <laughs> what about you? What'd you get? I always get the same freaking coffee. Which is what? A hazy day. Even though you forget what it's called every time. No, I did not forget what it's called every time. It was just yesterday and just today. And the only reason I got Big B yesterday was because I had to go to work and it was a shit show. And I don't know what's wrong with my brain. We'll get into that later. I know exactly what's wrong with my brain. You know exactly what's wrong with your brain. I do. Okay. But I get a hazy day and I got 24 ounces of it. So it's basically like a hazelnut latte. That's it. Yeah, it's nothing fancy. I don't. They. I didn't know they had a name for it. I guess enough people order it that they're like, "Called the hazy day." Yeah, the hazy day. Okay. So as as you listeners might have realized, at this point, we took a month off. Is yeah, basically a whole month. A whole month we did. A whole month of September we took off. How'd you feel about taking that much time off? It was. Um, I think it was needed. I think it was needed for both of us because I think we're getting burnt out. I personally. Uh, I took the time to just do me, you know? What does uh, that mean, Josh? To do me? Uh, masturbate, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no one wanted to know that. No, no. Like, I I realized uh, a lot of stuff going on. I was given a lot to a lot of different people, and I, during the month we took you off- You whore. I, yes, an emotional whore. Whore. I, uh, I became kind of a recluse. Even you, you saw me for the first time in a while, and you were like, where the fuck have you been? Yeah, 
uh, we hadn't seen each other in like almost a. It was like a week and a half, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. It was weird. Where the fuck have you been? I was like, well, been just... it was nice. It was peaceful and quiet. I was living my life, my yeah, best life without you. I wasn't getting yelled at every day. Yeah. I was just <laughs> living in harmony. <laughs> I felt like Snow White, like the squirrels would come on my shoulder. You're so stupid. <laughs> but no, yeah, I did that. Um, what else did you do in your month off? Uh, I got in a car accident. Yeah. Month off. You sure did. I did. Uh, I I hit the back of a of a lady. What happened? Tell it's, the listeners what it's happened. It's still under investigation, so we can't talk about it. You're so full of shit. <laughs> so I'm driving behind this elderly woman. Oh, she was old. She was old. She's oh. an old lady. Um, I the the what I see is she's driving through, and there's no change of speed. Uh, the intersection is fast approaching. There's a light. The light is yellow. It just turned yellow. And based on the rate of speed, there's no brake lights oh, yet. Oh, for old people, yellow means stop. Yeah. For, for there's no brake lights for yet. For millennials, yellow means go faster. So I think she's going to go through the Book intersection, it. right? So I am following close to her and I'm like, okay, we're going to go through this thing, right? So I, like, I, can't, I can't for certain say this, but I'm, I think she was talking on her phone and she looked up and she saw the light. So she slammed on her brakes. Uh, I was too close and I went, I didn't hit it. It wasn't bumper to bumper. I went underneath her car. And it completely destroyed the front end of my vehicle. Like just boom. Airbags went off. Totaled. Yeah. All my airbags went off. Everything. The data uh, lack is no more. It's no more. Uh, so it's pretty funny because I immediately get out of my car and I go knock on the window of the woman in front of me. And as I walk by, I look at the damage. My front end is smashed in. Complete, Nothing wrong completely with her fucked. Car. She has not a dent on the bumper. And then her muffler is hanging. Because she was driving like some fucking Oldsmobile made in yeah, like she was driving 1980s. A, she was driving a Buick. Metal. She was driving a fucking <laughs> Buick. So I knock on her window and I was like, can you, can you call 911, ma'am? Like, are you okay? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll call 911. I was like, okay. I didn't know it, but my head hit like the steering wheel because the, the airbag broke. <laughs> and uh, I was bleeding. Like, I, like it's, it's fine now, whatever. And then my legs were bleeding. Huge bruises. And, uh, so the Datalax safety rating just significantly went down in my books. Yeah, I don't recommend ever buying any sort of illac ever. <laughs> um, there's a conservation officer. He was just driving by, so he stops and he's trying to like direct traffic or whatever. And I get on the phone with my insurance, and I'm like, "Hey, this this just happened like three minutes ago, bro." And he's like, "Great." So he starts typing out stuff, great, and asking me questions. No, because everyone calls later, like yeah. not in the moment. So typing stuff out, and I was like, "Yeah, we're, I'm gonna need a tow truck." So he's like, "All right, I got one here." Blah blah blah. Lady in front of me called. She talked to me. She's like, "Yeah, I got a tow truck coming for me too." I was like, "Sweet." Then the officer shows up. The state, the state cop. She walks up, and before she can say anything, I hand her my license, my registration. I tell her I have my registration. Oh, was a lady cop. Yeah, officer. I'm not gonna say her name. Officer lady cop. Officer lady cop. And then I hand her. I was like, "My insurance information is on my phone. I give me one second, and I'll get that to you. I'm on the phone to my insurance right now." I told her we have two uh, tow trucks on the way from this towing company. It should be here within 10 minutes. Uh, traffic is going blah, blah. And she was like, her, she was like, oh, why am I even here? Like, what the hell? You have to write a report for us. That's yeah, yeah. Why. Well, well she we was, need you to do paperwork. She was like, do you need an ambulance? And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. She's like, are you sure? And I could see in her eyes. She was like, oh, this guy. No, she was She was probably immediately irritated with you. This like. guy is, is the, the zenith of alpha males. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. She'll anyway. hang out with you for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, that sucked. And now I'm waiting to get a new car. 
Josh is carless, like a fucking I'm a bum. college bum right now. I'm a fucking bum. I'm a bum. Like he's 22, no job, no car, going to school full time. Yep. Straight up bum. I got to rely on people to cart me around. It's hilarious. I'm <laughs> loving it. Is it really? It's kind of funny. I do not like it at all. Um, so that happened. And then um, I went on a mini vacay up north. To Traverse City. That's right. Hit, That's up right. Some, hit up some miners. I did not go on this one, so. You did not. You did not. And we'll discuss why you didn't. Not why, but what you did that week. Whatever. We're going to get. We're huh? going to Yes. No, no. Yeah. You know I what I'm talking about. I see what you're saying yeah. now. So we went to like something like six wineries in a day. One day. That's six, insane. Six wineries. And you guys got sloshed. I was okay. I, because I was driving. I purposely did not get sloshed. But a friend of mine, her mom and dad were with us. And her dad got fucking obliterated. And the next, I love it. The next day, we're we we're gonna go golfing in the morning, right? And he is like throwing up, but like not in the way you, like it's like bleh, he's just walking and casually letting stuff fall out of his mouth, right? <laughs> and he's just walking around and he doesn't realize it. But after this, like the fifth time he threw up, there was a minivan, and there was a little girl in the in the passenger seat and the mother in the front seat. And he was throwing up around the minivan. He was just walking around and oh throwing up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit. And he had no idea. And he just <laughs> all in the parking lot and he had Pedialyte. So it was like blue and stuff. Oh, God. It's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. She put her she put her uh, visor visor down too, like <laughs> to try to yeah. pretend she was doing something else other than watching him puke around her fucking van. It's hilarious. That's pretty good. That kid's going to scarred for life. Mommy, what's the man doing? COVID, honey. COVID. Zombies. The, the COVID. What did you do that weekend? <laughs> um, that weekend specifically, I went to the Rock RX show at JB Whiskey mm-hmm. over in Battle Creek. JB's Whiskey. I still whiskey. say JB. I don't know why. But whatever. Is it BJ's Whiskey? No. JB's. JB's. Like, it's his whiskey. His. Oh, so it's, it's the opposite of a blowjob. Correct. Don't make your face. I hate your face. How so, was that? How was that? Was it a good time? That's what I was doing while Josh was in Traverse City getting sloshed at wineries. One of us had to represent. It was beautiful. It's gorgeous. I've already seen Traverse City once. I went to the Rock RX show. It was super awesome. It was our old buddy Z Double Banger from Z, season Z, one. Z episode. Double Banger was there? Yeah. Oh, season one, episode three. Oh, Angel's like- Butthole. Was he, uh, did he have a good time? He did. There were a couple other people that went with us. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it started out, JB's has a phenomenal, like, patio area for things like this. Yeah. Um, so they had, like, an entire stage to get on and jump off of, and there was, like, a huge area for everyone to dance. There were a lot of people there, especially in the very beginning. Um, I was actually surprised. Like, when I pulled in, I normally there's not a lot of vehicles in their parking lot, but when I pulled in, that shit was packed. I was like, oh damn. It was a Friday. But it started off a little slow, you know, like people are people never want to dance until they're sloshed. So Of course. Which is exactly what happened to Z Double Banger. Well, I got yeah, Jason was-, was like, I'm not dancing with you guys. I'm not dancing. I was like, come dance with us, come dance with us. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I just kept feeding him beer. Like, I kept trying to make him chug his beer and drink his beer. And then I accidentally knocked one of them over. And so he had you, to drink the next one. You pulled one. the Josh. I did. It was an accident. 
Actually, it wasn't even my fault. Jason was holding his beer and I just like hip checked him like because I was trying to get him to dance. But he was picking his beer up at the same time I did it or something and it spilled out of his hand. I was like, oh, my God. What a fucking, We're already trash. What a noob. <laughs> well, he never gets to go out. Nerd. Yeah, he's busy. But he finally got tipsy enough to get up and go dance with us. And then two of our friends showed up and she brought a friend and uh, old Quentin stole her hat and she loved that. So they had a great time. That's good. And they're like, yeah, let us know when the next show is. Like, we have to go. My buddies were there trying to like headbang and stuff. With like, It was great. I remember you telling me that. How many people did you teach how to headbang? Well, it was just one. but like. There were like some old dudes that were like dancing and stuff too. And then there was like a dude. I don't know any of these people. There was like a dude with like super long hair. And like I was headbanging and I look over and he's he's like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, the, in the eyes. We yeah, said it in the yeah, eyes. Yeah. And I gave him the nod. I was like, and then I pointed at him. I was like, your turn. And so he did. <laughs> it was so exciting. Also, I was probably so fucking bad to watch but i don't care because i was drunk so it was great in my head yeah you're probably amazing in your in head. my head in your head and then emily well emily was one of the girls that showed up later but she was trying to get me to do the fucking what is it the white chicks dance from what when they do the dance battle in white chicks and it's oh uh tricky oh, is yeah. the song playing yeah. yeah yeah and it's like they do the little leg thing and then they like put their hands together and like Dance yeah. whatever she was trying to get me to do that and i i don't know if i was too drunk or what i was like but i don't i don't think this is actually how it goes but that's fine we're still gonna do it anyway. we're gonna do it anyway fuck but it, then we'll we're like live. fuck that we're gonna learn it for the next show so that we actually know what we're doing it was great that's when, what i did when is their next show i don't know they haven't posted a date yet i think mm. uh we're trying to get more people to follow them and like them on their Facebook and Instagram. So if you're interested, go hunt them down. Rock RX band on Instagram. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Rock RX on Facebook. We've, uh, we've we've developed a little partnership with the old Rock RX. Yeah, it feels. But I feel like the more people that are liking their stuff, I think the more they will get venues trying to book them. Yes. And I think they're still kind of limited to playing outside right now, which sucks. Cause it's getting cold. Yeah, well, COVID. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. But that was fun. What else did I do? The gyms are open now. You've so. been going to the gym a lot. Um, I Okay, when you say the gym, I think... Not, I, like, not like Planet Fitness. Your, your gym, your mixed martial arts gym, you've been going to a lot. Laura just pinched her finger. I smashed the shit out of my finger in the mic. And she tried not to yell. <laughs> Ow. Pussy. Well, I was trying to rearrange the way I was sitting because my knees still messed up. So it starts hurting sometimes. And I went to go adjust the mic and smash the fuck out of my So finger. your knees still messed up and you're going to the gym? Okay. So my knee is, I'm, my knees still messed up. I'm in physical therapy twice a week now and they still haven't done an MRI. I don't know. I'm going to request one, but my knee's getting stronger. So that's better, but it's still painful. So it's like, it's getting better, but it's not. When you're at physical therapy, do you get on your knees a lot? No, I literally cannot. You don't, so you never get on your knees ever. Why well, don't you don't get on your knees? I don't know where you're going. Blowjobs, oral sex. Well, you could do that without being on your. Oh, like in the bed? I guess that that's fine because it's come like. 
He just ruined my joke. Yeah, what is what was it? You're giving blowjobs on your knees. You don't always have to be on your knees to give blowjobs, man. <sighs> I don't know how much you know about blowjobs, but I don't know anything about them. I've never had one in my life. <laughs> I'm not saying that I haven't been on my knees. I'm just saying it's not a comfortable position for me to be in right now. Oh yeah, I gotcha. Okay. So anyway, the gym's <laughs> open. Jesus. Mind your fucking business, Josh. <laughs> so you've been going to the gym. I see that. I see that. Not on my knees. Yeah, not on your knees. Different gym. I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> you're into you're into Muay Thai, right? Am I saying it right? Muay Thai? I don't know why you I, say it like that, I but feel like it's fine. Like, like Spanish, it's like muy. Muy caliente, but it's like Muay Thai. Like how do you how do you pronounce it? <laughs> I just say Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Okay. I I don't know why it sounds so weird when you say it, but uh yes, Muay Thai. Muay Thai. And jujitsu. I've been actually going back to the fundamentals class in jujitsu because. Rusty. Yeah. But also it's not actual like rolling and stuff. It's just the fundamentals, the basics, the movements, the uh, drills. So I can do that. Nobody's like trying to. We're not fighting. We're not like rolling. It's not active rolling. Yeah. So when I can, I can go to the fundamentals class, but I feel like that's helping me stretch more. Like my body making it move like a fluid, fluid movements and stuff that you wouldn't do normal, like on a normal uh, day. Speaking of that, I can't wait to start yoga again. I would really like to go back to hot yoga, but I don't think I'm going to have time anymore because now I'm at the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I see that. Six to eight. You were there a lot. Well, Friday is only six to seven because Friday is women's only Muay Thai. Is there so, a men's only Muay Thai? Uh, no, unfortunately there's not. You Why should not? reach out to them. I think it's because a lot of women are hesitant to come into a mixed martial arts gym. That makes sense. That and makes it's sense. a class that they are comfortable being in. That makes sense. Um, but. So with the gym open. The gym open. I've a been new, there a lot. A new announcement also for Laura. Speaking of gyms being open. Mm-hmm. She's now a homeowner. I'm a fucking homeowner. I'm a fucking adult and everyone can suck my adult asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> was not expecting it to go there. <laughs> I am so excited and done. This is as of what? Thursday. So Was it yesterday? Two days ago. Two days ago. That's I'm right. a homeowner for two days. I cannot move into my house yet. Unfortunately, we gave them five days to move out of the home because they were buying and selling at the same time, so uh, they couldn't move. Anyway. I correlate Jim with Laura's new home because her garage is so massive, she's going to turn it into a gym. Yeah, I think it's technically a five-car garage. Yes. So the gonna, garage is, I think, equal in size to the house, if not a couple hundred feet bigger. Bigger. What, uh, what kind of equipment you want to put in the Laura's Home Gym? Well, we already have a 12 by 12 foot wrestling mat because mm-hmm. Landon wrestles and we got him the mat. That's actually downstairs in the basement in the spare room right now, um, sometimes being used, but it's not quite. The room's not big enough for the mat, so the mat goes up the wall like a oh, foot. So it's like folded up a little bit. Yeah, but we're gonna put the mat out there. I'm looking into getting uh some punching bag for like Muay Thai stuff. Yeah, like a seven foot long like banana bag. Or what about cardio called. equipment? I have the elliptical. I don't really want anything else other than that. Like I'm not gonna buy a rower oh, and stuff. I wanted you to put a rowing machine in. Why a rowing machine? I do not like rowing. Because you can, because like it's good for the upper body, the shoulders, and the back. Like, Dude, it works have you that seen out. my shoulders and my back? I do not need more of that. But I do. Well, then buy a fucking rower and we'll put it in my gym. Okay, fine. 
uh, for our <laughs> listeners out there, if you have any contacts that are getting rid of a rower, uh, message us. Oh my gosh. We need one for Laura's home gym. But I'm going to also, I still have the silks, uh, which were mounted in the living room and the pole that I unmounted so that we can move them over. Those are going to both go in the garage. The silks and the bag are going to be mounted above the mat. The pole will not be. It'll be in a separate area. And I'm not yeah. going to keep pulling that back down because it's a fucking pain in the ass. Huge pain in the dick. Actually, I might sell that pole and buy a new one because Why? I want a permanent mount. Like, Oh, because that one's you need pressure on both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway. And then I am going to also buy an aerial hoop to put in there because I like the hoop. That's my so this favorite. type of home gym is not going to be probably something. I'm not going to buy like a squat rack or anything. No. No. Why not? What's the point? All of my friends have home gyms and squats. What if I get one and put it in there? Would that would you be okay with that? Sure. Okay. Because Landon might need it. I can't squat and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might eventually do stuff like that, but that's not priority. You know what what, I mean? what is priority is the pole, the silks, and the hoop. The punching bag. Punching bag. Love to call. The Zardy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I get to move in. You fucked my story up. Sorry, bitch. sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So I get to move in, but not until five days after the closing. So we close on the first five days. After. So I get to move on Wednesday. By the time everyone's listening to this, I will have two more days until I can move in. And at the closing, they gave me a garage door opener because they're going to leave all the keys and shit in the house and I'm going to need a way to get in. So they gave me a garage door opener for like good faith or whatever. Yeah. And. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I was like, you know, fucked up AA, Ron. Like, I'm about to drive by your house every day because it's right up the road from where I live. It's not their house. It's your house. And I said drive by the house. Oh, the house. Sorry. And like, just push their door open every time, like every day, like just randomly. What was that dude's name? Dane Cook, like the B&E. Yeah. Where he's like, he'd break in, but never steal anything and drive them (laughs) fucking crazy for the next five days. like. I'm going to do that to you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not going to do that to them. I, so I sent that to one of my friends and they're like, you should shit in the garage. And I was like, wait, this is my garage. I'm not doing that. But just also a pile of human shit. This like, is my friends. Fuck. Just like right in the middle of the garage. <laughs> Could you imagine just you showing up to your house like that you're moving out of and there's a fucking giant pile of human shit. I can see, I can see them leaving it. And then when you move in, land and go clean up that shit. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so that's officially done. That was an entire process, but I have to give, and I know during the process, I was very, very angry sometimes. And a lot of my friends heard me say things that I may or may not have just been venting about, but my realtor is my friend from the gym. Uh, his name is Chris. If anyone wants to buy a house, please hit him up. I would not own this house if it wasn't for him. He's the one that convinced me that I could buy one. He's the one that got me where I needed to be, Uh got me in touch with the people I needed to get in touch with. He worked through this entire process of the sellers falling through on the purchase of their home, but keeping our sale intact. So he earned that commission. Yeah, he did. And I only yelled at him one time. So, great dude. And he took it in stride. He was just like, I know you're frustrated. 
but we can get through this. And I'm like, <laughs> is he single? I think he is actually. Damn, he sounds like makes sounds some like woman very happy. So I know you're frustrated. Some, some lady very happy. You're frustrated, babe. We're gonna get through this. I was just like, you said we could do this. You make this happen. Like, <laughs> no, but he was he was great. He he did. There were times where he didn't have an answer for me because that wasn't given to him yet. So he couldn't really like get back to me in the amount of time you wanted to. And I totally understand that. But mm-hmm. as far as this entire process goes, I don't think I would have been able to pull this off without him. So thank hell yeah. Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, Ron, my loan officer, because he was super fucking awesome. Laura's an adult. I'm yeah. an adult. I do adult things. Are we going to have movie nights at your place? We are. We're going to do that. <gasps> That's another thing I wanted to put in, okay, somewhere in the house. We haven't decided yet, but I would like to do like a projector so we could do like big, big movie nights. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. So what else did we do while we were... <laughs> the, con- the Conjuring? <laughs> Last night, we watched The Conjuring at a friend's. Here's the thing. I've never seen The Conjuring. I, I haven't either. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when we started watching it, I... It was from, what, 2013 is what when it was made or I whatever? I think so, yeah. I honestly thought it was a little bit older than that, Uh, but it's... I'm not sure if it was because it was acting or what, but... I don't, I'm not really big into horror, like, quote unquote, horror movies. I don't watch them. Like, I'm yeah. never just like, oh, I really want to watch something that's going to scare the fucking living shit out of me. But it's, that's not scary. Like, it's, it's the, like, pa, like the pop out it. Yeah, but things. you can like, tell when it's going to happen, though. It still it's happens, like, though. You you know it's coming. Yeah. Like, you can tell in the music or the music stops completely. Or the way, the way like, the camera's moving. And you're like, like oh, fuck, something's going to pop out. But, like, yeah. you're like, I don't want to watch. And that's what I do. Like, I will look away from the TV. I'm like, I'm not watching this. You ain't getting me. And everyone's like, Laura, just watch. <laughs> just watch it. Just watch it. And I'm like, I don't want to watch it. I know what's going to happen. That kid's face is going to pop up in the mirror and scare the shit out of me. I don't need that right now. Like, I can predict it coming. And still, when it happens, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then our friend's mom was there. And she was, like, watching with us. And she screams. And yeah. it makes me scream. She's like, ah. And then you just hear her in the background when, like, something's about to happen. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Fuck that. No, no, no. She's, like, saying I know. And I'm the same way. So it's just like, you can't, you're getting me worked up even more by doing what I do. So Christine and I are just sitting here working each other up. We're just like, ah, ah. And then one time, like, we both screamed, but it was like in sync or something. No, it was a perfect. It was me, her. I think it was Amber. Did yeah. we all just. It was like, like, yeah, no, it was like four of you, and you screamed at the exact same pitch level for the exact same time. Yeah, Josh was thoroughly impressed. He's like, I don't. Damn. I don't. A barbershop quartet spends a year trying to achieve what you just did. <laughs> Thank you, The Conjuring, (laughs) which was fucking stupid because, of course, it's like, you know, in my opinion, I'm just like based on a true story. Okay, whatever. But you saw the photos. mm, Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, we're not going to get into that, but (laughs) I was just like, of course, when some weird shit goes down, white people just like walk towards it. Like, I'm not going to do that. White people? They all of them, all of them were walking towards it. There's like a fucking woman, a dead ghost woman in the kitchen with her wrist slit and he walked towards her. He was just like, hey, ma'am, or whatever he does. And he just goes in there. I'm like, no, I'm just going to be like, she's like, she made me do it. And I was like, and you're making me do this and I'm leaving the house. Like, that's what's happening. Like, I'm not going in there. I don't know. Why are you laughing? (laughs) You're not going to go investigate. You're just going to walk out. Hell no. The one time and I I was telling you guys last night, the one time. That I 
had an incident that was scary at my own house. The dog is like looking out the window and like growling, barking. Like she's like angry and very defensive. And I'm like, oh shit, like she doesn't bark like this. So it freaked me the fuck out. I don't know what to do. So I grab a flip flop because that's all I've got next to me. And I'm just standing there behind her waiting for something to happen, but I'm not going to look for it. And then like a solid, like enough time goes by to where I'm like, okay, like what? Nothing's happening. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Why are you doing this? So of course I have to go look, but I'm trapped in my house. So I can't, I can't get out if I don't investigate because it's at the front porch. Yeah. And now I'm like, fuck, like I, now I have to do this. So I like gradually like peek through the door. You didn't go, you could have went out the back door and swung around the house. Yeah, because somebody's not going to be back there waiting for me to come out. Yeah, I don't know. Could have dove out the window. I, mm, that'd be I like a steep dive because there's like bushes and stuff. You remember that time I had to break in through your house, through your I bedroom cannot, window? I do not know how you guys got through that window. I do not know. How I knocked you did all that. the shit off on your desk. Yeah, you definitely did, you piece of shit. Anyway, you had to go investigate. But anyway, so I go and I peek out the door. There's like nothing there. The dog's just growl barking and i'm like freaking out because i'm like oh my god is my house haunted now like is this a ghost Mm -hmm. and i'm like this motherfucker better be paying rent we don't we ain't got free room here no no so atlas is still growling and then i come back and i look at her i'm like trying to look at what she's looking at out the window and then i realize this dumb bitch is growling at her own reflection so i had to like close the blinds and put your flip-flop back on yeah yeah i did (laughs) but it was the flip-flop i was wearing I'm from Florida, man. What do you want from me? Eat, eat faces off. That's what you got to do. What, what did she say last night? She, and she's like, we're going to kill people. And I was just like, that's not because I go to martial arts. That's because I'm from Florida. Fucking Florida. <laughs> what do we snort meth and fucking bite people's faces off? I don't do those things. I Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I've never had to bite someone's face. And I probably will also never do meth. That just does not seem appealing yeah. to me. No, it doesn't seem like something I'd want to do either. <sighs> no. I Sometimes think I, just I stick think with my maybe alcohol. I should do meth. And I'm like, nah, meh. probably not. <laughs> <laughs> On that meth note, we should take a quick break. Don't miss us for too long. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. Now it's time to sit back, relax, break out the bearskin rug and lay down by the fire with those sweet massage oils with Josh and Laura. Welcome back from the, uh, the ad. Why do you sound so miserable? Welcome back from the ad. You sound like it was... Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the deuce. Season one. Sorry. Season... <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that. Season two, of... episode one, the deuce, the return. The re, whatever you want to call it. I could go down a whole bunch of words and adjectives, but Laura's going to get mad. I'm I'm just letting you sink yourself into a hole here. So Laura. I'm not editing any of that out. Okay, that's fine. Let's leave it. I don't (laughs) fucking care. Do it live. We've been starting to do this thing recently. The goddamn, with the goddamn. With the deuce, with the goddamn, with the goddamn. (laughs) Laura has stories, I have stories, and we're purposefully not telling each other what's happening so that we can record it live and get honest feedback, reactions. Yes. So Laura has a story and all I, all we have on the board on our, on our talking point board, it says Smirnoff story. I've not heard. Tell me the, tell me the Smirnoff story. Okay. So I keep referring to it as the Smirnoff story. Okay. So our lovely sweet angel bartender friend, Travis, Mm -hmm. his birthday was on the first. Yeah. He had a two day party. Happy birthday to our beloved. Happy birthday. Also, I went out to celebrate. You did. Do you remember you jumped the wall by the way? Oh, I did not remember I did that. Anyway, we'll get back to that. <laughs> okay. 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 Or we can talk about that real quick. Go ahead. Keep, let's just go. I don't know. Like, 
The same wall that I convinced fucking Janet, Janet to jump you over. You jumped it. I did really well, though. You I did. didn't actually jump, jump. I you didn't jump. You eased kind of, myself down. You snail trailed your way over it. Is what you did. <laughs> I had a few drinks before coming out to meet Travis's birthday shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, with a friend who's been gone for a while. So I may or may not have been a little intoxicated before I arrived. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I arrived and continued the intoxication. Yeah. I haven't had a drink in a while. So, yeah. You were hammered. I was not hammered. You were I was hammered. I was I was drunk. I was not hammered. Also, I only had some drink and I didn't even drink a whole one by the time we got to Harvey's. Mm. So like I sobered up pretty quickly. Got it. Anyway, Smirnoff story. Oh, that's right. Here we so go. Anyway, I'm not having these celebrations or whatever. Landon is home. I ordered pizza. I told him, behave while I'm gone. The usual, our usual shit. Yeah. If I'm going to go out, he's allowed to stay home because I'm probably going to be out late. But he puts himself to bed and brushes his teeth. He's a, he's a fucking... He's a teenager. He's... Care yourself. Self-sufficient. Yeah, yeah. He can manage. Yeah. He's managed quite well, actually. Probably better than I have. But I leave him. I go out. I come home. He's passed out on the couch. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, whatever. He didn't make it to bed, but that's fine. He's asleep now. I turn the TV off and everything, let the dogs out, go to bed. Then I wake up in the morning and Landon's already up. He's getting ready for going to school because now it's a day. It's Thursday and he has to go to school. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, doing his morning routine or whatever. I'm just kind of like lingering because I'm trying to put more water into my body. And he comes, gives me hugs and kiss and then he goes off to school. Well, I get up and I'm like rushing now because I've got to go to my closing. It's at 9 a.m. I have one hour to get up, get ready and get there. Yeah. And it's a 30 minute drive. <laughs> so I have 30 minutes to get my shit together. I'm running through the house, like, you know, brushing my teeth, like trying to make coffee and like all this like crazed stuff. And I'm running through the kitchen uh, to after I brought the dogs back in and I look over and there was there, like I had to do a double take. So I look at my counter. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I see two empty Smirnoff bottles sitting next to the sink. Like Smirnoff ices? Smirnoff ice. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like just two, just two. There's no other one. I open the fridge and I check and I'm like, where the fuck did those come from? Did Were there more? What, you can only buy those in like, what, a six pack? Yeah. Yeah. Minimal. Like, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I walk over and I'm like, rub my eyes and look at it and like tap the bottles. I'm like, oh shit, that's real. So I took a photo of it and I'm like, there's no way. Landon did not do this. There's no way. And I'm like, this motherfucker had somebody come over here last night and they brought Smirnoff. It's funny, but I'm mad because now my trust is broken. I'm like, I can't leave him alone anymore. Yeah. I'm like, now, now I have to have this like weird talk conversation with him at 14 years old about underage drinking and how that affects his friendships and how that affects my like people viewing me as a parent and his friend's parents not wanting to let his friends come over because they 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 find out that like all oh, these kids just go over there and drink all the Smirnoff ices. I'm not <laughs> letting my kid go over there. <laughs> and then I'm mad because I'm like, OK, OK, Landon, you just going to leave the evidence out like this? You're smart. The audacity. That. Yeah, that's a bold move, Cotton. Or you just too drunk off of two Smirnoff <laughs> ice to get rid of the evidence, you piece of shit. Pathetic. I'm a little irritated that I have an entire bar of an amazing set of alcohol. Like I've got fucking tequila. I've got Casamigos. I've got a uh, barrel proof whiskey. I've got, and he you know, goes for Maker's the Smirnoff Mark. ices. And some motherfucker brings over Smirnoff ice. I didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's 14. He doesn't know. Well, at first, my first reaction was, did I get so drunk that I brought home two Smirnoff ice from somewhere? No. 
I won't drink that. I will not drink that. It's like fucking syrup. I'll get diabetes immediately. I will die after one. I definitely didn't bring home two. And I've had Trulies in the refrigerator. So it's like, you could have even gone for a Trulies. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And this sits with me like fucking weird the whole day. I'm like, I don't have time to process this right now. Like, I have to go to closing. I go to closing. I'm on my way into work and stuff. I'm telling everybody at work the story. And like, I'm talking to Jethro. And I'm like, I don't like, I don't know what to do with this right now. Like, I haven't said shit to my kid. He's at school. I haven't texted him. I haven't like nothing. I thought about showing up with two empty Smirnoff bottles at the school and being like, where's my child? Like (laughs) wearing a robe and fucking hair curlers or some shit and bringing like a wooden paddle, like ready to beat his ass. And now I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Like now, like I thought don't drink fell under. Don't do drugs and behave like I didn't. I and don't have sex. Like I didn't know I had to also include don't underage drink. So I'm like. I don't know what to do this. And Jethro's like, well, if you haven't had the drinking talk with him, now you got to have it. Can't, you can't, you know, really, he can't be in trouble. If you, if you, did, didn't, you didn't set the, uh, you didn't set the standard here. He didn't know. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, of course he knew. Now I'm like, I don't know how to handle this. Like, this is like a turning point in a, in a, a parent's life. And I know a lot of the people listening have younger kids. So they're not, some of, some of them have older kids. Some of them have kids this age, but the majority of our listeners have younger children, so they haven't made it to this point yet. So, of course, like as a parent, you've thought about this a million times, right? Like you're not you're not here yet. But the thought process and reality are two different things. Yeah. So you're you like I'm sure you've gone through situations where you're like, all right, if if when, you know, my daughter's older, this happens and that happens. Oh, no, definitely. Like you always plan this shit in your head. But then when it's here, you're like, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. So like, you know, I've, I've thought about the, it's getting to be the time where it's that age where you start doing things that you really shouldn't be doing, like having sex, maybe smoking pot, drinking underage, maybe not drinking underage, but like 14 to 16, 17 is like that. That's that first time yeah. stage where you're like experiencing things and, and, and how your parents handle it is going to have a huge impact on your retaliation with these things. I feel like. Okay. Does that make sense? Like yeah, my no, I, parents I understand 100%. were super strict. Yeah. So what did I do when I got caught? I got better at hiding it. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh God, like how do I even handle this? Like I'm going to have the conversation with him and I'm going to be like, hey man, I know like this wasn't uh, something that is like, you know, I don't approve. I don't endorse underage drinking, especially at your age. At least hold off till about 18. Like that would be preferable. Out of this house. Yeah. Like you're not my problem anymore. Just kidding. It's always going to be my problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, you know, and it's like how I handle this situation is going to hold bearing on how he operates from here on out. Mm hmm. Is he going to feel comfortable coming to me when things like when he does things like this or when 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 you're out and about at a friend's house and and, you know, you you had too much to drink, but you don't want to get caught. So you drive home anyway. And that's when like the bad shit happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like, so now I have to like carefully handle the situation, planning all this shit in my head, like how I'm going to do it. And then like there's the other parent side of me that's like. Oh, hell no. You think you're old enough to drink? I'm going to ice this motherfucker. I'm going to stop by Meyer. I'm going to get two six packs of Smirnoff ice and I'm going to hide him around the house. And every time he finds one, he's got to chug it. And I'm going to get him drunk and make him puke. 
And then he has a hangover the next morning. And now walk he, in banging pots and pans. Welcome to adulthood. You think you're old enough to handle this shit? Ding, ding, ding. Get you're a not. fucking job. <laughs> First round was on me, motherfucker. And now you got to buy your own. You alcoholic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I call my best friends and I tell them about it. And uh, I'm on the phone with one of them when I pull up to the house. I'm like, all right, I got to go. I got to go. She's like, all right, let me know how it goes. And Landon comes out to the car because at this rate, I've gotten off work extremely late. All I did was send him a text. I was like, hey, if I'm not home when you get home, I should be home shortly after. I'm at work, you know, like caught up in a project, uh, but don't go anywhere. And he texts back. He's like, okay, why? Like to me, that says, oh shit, like am I in trouble? Did she find out? Now I'm curious. Did he hide the evidence? I left it on the counter. I wanted to know if he was going to hide it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I pull up to the house and I got to go. I got to go. So he comes out and he gets in the car because we don't have time to go to Muay Thai or anything like that. I was like, just jump in the car. We're going to Jimmy John's. I'm not cooking and I'm too tired. So he comes out and I'm like, oh shit, let me go run in real quick. So he's in the car. I run into the house because I just want to check to see if the Smirnoff bottles are still there. Yeah. So I run in the house and I'm just like, okay, like where would he have put them if he did clean them up? But I look on the counter and those motherfuckers are still sitting there. It's kind of like a big fuck you. I don't give a shit if you know. <laughs> so I'm you, like, I can assume knowing you, you instantly got angry. You were I like, was what like, what the fuck? I, yeah, I, I was mad a little bit, but I was also like, are you fucking kidding me? And now I've got all this stuff playing out in my head. So I get back in the car and I was telling my friend, I was like, I'm going to wait till we get in the car to have the conversation with him. So, so we can't go leave. anywhere. You're trapped. I want you to know every time you get in the car with me from now on, you better be on edge because I may know something that you don't know that I know. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking mind games. <laughs> this is mental warfare. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? You just look like a, a POW guard right now. Like. <laughs> so I get Landon in the car and I'm backing out of the driveway. And what did you do last night? And he goes, what? And I go, last night when I went out, what did you do all night? And he goes, well, nothing. I just uh, watched TV and ate pizza and passed out on the couch. And I look over this motherfucker as I'm putting it into drive. And I'm, I got, I'm like the eyebrow arch. I'm like, this motherfucker's lying to me right now. I was like, are you sure that's what you did? And he starts smiling. And I'm like, now I'm a, a little, there's a little rage fire inside of me. And you know what happens when like- All too well. I'm thinking this conversation is gonna be a solid 10 minute long conversation, right? We get up the hill and I'm like, you didn't have nobody over last night? <laughs> He's like, still laughing at me. He's like, no, why? And I was like, if you ain't had nobody over last night, how come there's two motherfucking empty ass Smirnoff bottles on my motherfucking counter? <laughs> like zero chill, dude. Everything that I had planned right out the fucking window. <laughs> I was like, I lost my shit. And he's laughing. And he's like, what? I was like, those two empty ass Smirnoff bottles that are sitting on the fucking counter. Whose are they? Who brought that shit over? Because I don't keep Smirnoff in my house. <laughs> and he's like, mom. First of all, if I had drank those, I wouldn't have let the evidence out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, do you remember that box, like a big ass box of recyclables that I brought home from Jason? Because he was like, I'm not going to do, I'm going to throw these out. I don't want to do that, deal with this. Yeah. So I, yeah, like he dropped them off at my house and he was like, mom, those were in the bottom of that recyclables. And I was like, fucking lies. <laughs> like immediately, I'm like, Nah, -uh. <laughs> I was like, if they were in the recyclables, why the fuck you didn't rinse them out and put them in the recyclable can like the rest of them? He's like, because they were glass and the other ones are aluminum cans and I didn't know if they went together or not. 
We don't have, we never have glass recycling. I don't know what to do with it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like licking my lips like, well, shit. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. So I start laughing my ass off. Because you spent all day. All, all day, day. All day. And I was like, this is the moment. This is the moment in time where my child has done something and I get to fucking, this is how, what am I going to do? That's a this culmination. Like a lifetime culmination. <laughs> and so I jumped the gun, of course. I'm like, this motherfucker was drinking Smirnoff. I'm going to beat his ass. I can't even do what I planned on doing because I have zero chill. I, I'm like, who the fuck drank a Smirnoff? And I'm like... <laughs> Dude, when I tell you Landon was losing his shit, and he's laughing, he's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> let me tell you what really happened. So I tell him the entire story that I just told you. And I was like, I was going to fucking ice you, man. I was going to buy Smirnoff ice and make you chug them because you were drinking and all this stuff. And he's laughing. He's like, oh, God, <laughs> like I can see him being like, like in his eyes, I could see he was not ready to be drinking Smirnoff ices because he looked a little terrified of no. me bringing home a two six, like two six packs and <laughs> making him chug them until he puked. At least now he knows he needs to hide the evidence because, <laughs> you know, the first time he does, because it's going to happen the first time he does. He's like, no, we can't drink at my house, dude. We gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> and then like after he's done, he's going to want to like incinerate it. Like, well, and then I told him afterwards, I was like, hey, man, I was like, uh. You know, like I had that long conversation planned out in my head where it was going to be like, look, you know, I don't condone this, but if you are going to do these kinds of things, one day will come where you you may make the decision to do this shit, not at a the proper age. Yeah. I was like, but I want you to know that when you do those things, I want you to choose to do them in a smart way. I want you to do them safely and I want you to not get caught um, by like authority figures Ruin um, your life. I could ruin your life. Yeah. Like I I want you to know that it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and if you need me, I'm here for you. Uh <laughs> just because I jumped the gun on this one <laughs> doesn't mean that you were gonna be in trouble. But it was it did mean that I, I was gonna let you know like I'd I'd prefer you to not drink at 14 years old if that's cool. And also, because I had my first beer, I think, when I was 15, 14, 15. Yeah. Didn't really like it, but I, I did it and I lost my virginity at 15. I think I was smoking pot when I was like 14. I, I did things at the age that he's at now. So now I'm paranoid about Does it. Does he know that you've done those things at that age? Like, have you told him that or you, uh, is that something you don't want to tell him? No, we haven't really specifically talked about that, but I know we have talked about smoking and how it's legal in Michigan, but you, you need, you need to be of age to be doing it and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, I haven't sat him down and been like, yeah, you know, the first time I got fucked was when I was 15. Like, I'm not I'm not going to do that with my kid. But I have told him things like, I know you're getting to that age where it's starting like there are things that are starting to uh, be talked about with your friend group and stuff like that. There are age appropriate times for you to be doing these things. And I know that you're not going to wait until the time to do the, some of them. So let me know. Like, let me know. If you need things from me, like, and then, you know, of course, like we're laughing at some point and I'm just like, you know, don't be drinking unless you're 21. But if you're going to drink before you're 21, make sure you're doing it in, in a home, in our house, preferably. So I know that you're doing it and that you're like not, you know, out running around in the streets, getting hit by cars or driving cars and then hitting other people with cars. Yeah. Or if you're going to have sex, at least make sure you have condoms. Like I'll go buy condoms. Like I'm like <laughs> listing. I'm, now I'm, I'm listing the shit and he's just laughing. Now he has no excuse. <laughs> I'm like, we've covered everything. 
there's nothing left to cover. So yeah, I jumped the gun on that one a little bit. He was just like, yeah, bro, I didn't do that. And then I was like trying to pinpoint. I was like, I was wondering which one of your fucking little bitch ass friend's parents drinks Smirnoff Ice. Jason, it's Jason. (laughs) I was just about to say, I ain't raised no bitch, Jason. Really, Jason? Love you, Jason. Smirnoff Ice, Jason, really. It was probably for his girl at the time or whatever, you know, like. It's a, it's an old box. I don't I don't really know the time frame oh, or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, it was Jason. Or he had friends. Either way, it was it, nope. it came from his house. Nope. I think. It was Jason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way, it wasn't me. But then I was trying to figure out which one of his badass little friends I need to like keep an eye on. But it what it wasn't any of them like at all. It was my friends I need to keep an eye on. Apparently. <laughs> so that's the Smirnoff story. That's pretty funny. I wanted I wanted to tell you about that this whole time, like since it happened. So have you like, did you learn from <laughs> did you learn from no, this experience? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, like jumping the gun. You know what I mean? Like you like. Well, that's the thing. Like I went through the entire scenario of things that could possibly be. I was like, maybe John stopped by and had two Smirnoff ices and was going to drink one with me and like celebrate like the house thing or something like, you know, like I yeah. didn't really. But then I was like, no way, John wouldn't fucking bring Smirnoff ice. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, well, maybe like he found the bottles in the yard. And I was like, okay, like, no, that those wouldn't even be from like, okay, Im- very improbable. Yeah. So I went through like a whole list of shit that it could have been before like just jump, like being like, okay, Landon was drinking. But once but- I even tried to blame myself, my drunken self and being like, maybe I brought Smirnoff ice but the home. Thing is, but the thing is, once you, once you put it on Landon. You were all in. There was like, was that like, was it. Like I was like, there's no fucking way this happened. <laughs> also, that box of recyclables has been sitting there for months. Yeah. Um, they needed to be rinsed off before they go into the recycle. Side note, if you're recycling and you're not rinsing your cans out or your bottles out, you're fucking wrong. Okay. Why? I you're never su- rinse my shit. You're out. a piece of shit. I, why? Why are you supposed to rinse them out? I never rinse it out. You're supposed to rinse them out because, like, the sticky, like, leftover shit, like, you, the same reason you rinse food containers and plastic shit out before putting them in the recycling is the same way. It it ruins the plastic. Like, it makes it harder for it to be a recyclable item. Like, it won't melt down and process the same way if there's a bunch of fucking food in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, it helps keep the returnable containers, like the the machines that you put them through, it helps keep those clean from being clog- clogged. Seems like a lot of work to recycle. It's super easy. After you drink it, it's the same as like sloshing some water around in there, dumping it out and throwing it in a container. It's okay. not that big of a deal. So you're saying once I have a teenager, I can recycle. So I left the box there and what we've been doing because it was a larger box of stuff, instead of sitting there for like 45 minutes rinsing all this shit out, I told Lana, I was like, hey man, like, Anytime you rinse one of yours out, like just grab one out of there and just double rinse and then we'll eventually get done with it. I got six boxes of cans you can have for recycling. Fine. (laughs) But I, I didn't know that he went through he that night, like where he was just like, I was like, what'd you do? And he, I didn't know he watched TV and sat on the couch and passed out all night long. Yeah. He got up and, and rinsed out and cleaned out that entire container of recyclables so he sat there and so did that shit. So he was being a responsible so young man. So he was man. being a responsible and ass kid. You immediately go to this motherfucker was drinking Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, and I felt so bad. I was like, dude, that was really nice of you to do that. You, you like that was super cool. And I'm so sorry that I, I was ready to scream at you for drinking. 
You're a piece of shit. I so am. It's so true. But he thought it was hilarious because I told him literally everything that happened the whole day. Like I told him just like I'm telling you now. And I was like, bro, I was ready to give you shit for drinking Smirnoff Ice like a little bitch because we got Maker's Mark over here. We got some fucking tequila. We got like. <laughs> now he knows where the good stuff is. Now yeah, he's but like, I'm oh. pretty sure he's just not wanting to drink it because he would have had some by now. Oh, I just mean- don't think he's at. I, I watch them and I drink out of them sometimes. So I know that they're not watered down. Oh, okay. That's fair. I mean. Well, okay. Okay. But anyway, so I thought that shit was hilarious and I've been dying to tell you and I've only told like a couple of people about it because I was like, ah, why am I such a dumbass? Speaking of dumbassery and drunkenness, the debates. Oh man, everyone that watched the debates, did you watch them? I didn't on purpose because I wanted to see what the different news agencies the headlines they would release oh yeah because i i could watch it but i think i saw it maybe like the first two minutes and i just stopped and then like after they were done within an hour i just saw the the uh the headlines and then that uh the one commentator was like that was a dumpster fire inside of a what like and he just yeah i was like this is being said wow and i think the general consensus was from everyone it doesn't matter like what you identify as republican democrat whatever just everyone in general worldwide was like what the fuck was that <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I just I had no desire to watch them. I don't really like watching any of the debates anyway, yeah. just because it's not my forte. Well, I think I can gather all the information I need about candidates and individuals based off of the history of things that they yeah. say. And I don't need to watch them interact with each other. I would say I would say debates 20 years ago or 20 years and prior, I should say. I think those meant something because not only now it's like watching Jerry Springer. Exactly. Like it went from what it was supposed to be about, you know, these are their values and how are they, how are they at defending those values? And they respect each other enough to give the opponent time to answer questions. Exactly. And there's no, there's no like, you know, uh, insults or like, you know, that's not being slung around stuff like that. It's just two, two people having a stance that want to serve the people and they, you know, they argue their points and now it's turned into Politics is just a shit show. Yeah. Now. now it's just a bunch of fucking divisiveness and Tom fuckery. That's yeah. all pretty much it is. So that was great. Great topic. Next. What else? What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking hate politics, man. Yeah. Because I, everyone yeah. has an opinion and I don't give a shit what it is. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Sober October. What? Sober October. Is that just like, what do you mean? So I, uh, the, the month we took off. I took a lot of time to myself and I decided not only for my wallet, but also my personal health, I'm going to not drink the whole month of October. I wish you luck on that. This would be the absolute worst month for me to try to do a sober anything because this is the only month that has as many celebrations for me. What what kind of celebrations you got? Well, you know, Travis's birthday was the first. My house closing. Yep. So I'm going to celebrate that, but I can't celebrate it until I actually get into the house. I'm not going to make it. Um, I'm not gonna because I want to celebrate too the house. I'm not gonna make it. Well, you can wait until November first and have a drink inside my garage. Well, I gotta shower you with champagne. No, we're not doing that. Yes, we're gonna do that. No, did it for Jason. You can do sober October and care. shower someone in champagne, but care. you can't drink. You just don't. Drink I'm gonna it. get you when you're outside your home. I don't care. I'm gonna fucking drop kick the shit out of you. You can if try. You, you try. I don't care. It's gonna happen. It's tradition. <laughs> it has to happen. Jason said the same thing. So the house closing, and then there's my birthday, which is the 14th. Yep, I already got a gift for you. What? I got a gift the... for you already. Okay, how about you not like in your head? You do? Is it what we were talking about this morning? Where you're gonna get me a giant beanbag thing? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna get you. A love sack. You do crunches on it. <laughs> no, we're done here. <clears throat> we already talked <clears throat> about this. 
I do not <laughs> want people buying me stuff for my house because I don't want a bunch of junk. Create a registry then. Go to Target and just like do beep beep. So anyway, if you'd let me finish what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah. God, I miss our month off. <laughs> Jesus. Season three coming in December. <laughs> <laughs> We get a half episode of season two in and we're like, fucking taking another break. fucking done. So Travis's birthday, my house closing, my house moving in because, you know, I didn't get to move in. So it's two separate occasions. Yeah, yeah. Then my birthday. And then there's Halloween. Mm -hmm. So that's like two that I'm, I'm sorry. I just can't do sober October. Not this month. What if November is Thanksgiving. And if anyone's getting around family, they're definitely probably going to drink. Oh yeah, no. People are going to get fucked up. So. Definitely. Christmas also. So I just, and then New Year's. So I can't, I just can't do sober the rest of the year. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had no desire. I have to ingest alcohol. Maybe <laughs> I'll have a couple of Smirnoff Ices. I don't know. Oh God. But anyway, so you're doing sober October. That's cool. I'm going to try. Now that you're naming all these things, I don't know if I'll be successful, but I'm definitely going to give it the old college I'm drinking try. much less if that makes Yes. It's like I'm only drinking for like specific occasions. Yes. I'm not drinking for my house twice. I'm, that was a joke. Oh, sorry. I didn't get it. I was totally joking when I said it, though. I I, got it. <laughs> it was like my house and Travis's birthday was like a combined thing. So I had a drink in, in celebration of the two. Gotcha. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then speaking of Travis, didn't he? Uh, yes. You just made me watch it earlier. Lardy B. Wop. Okay. Lardy. Lardy. Wings, wings and pizza. Yeah. Travis posted this video. This chick sings WAP, but in her own, it's like a parody. The melody of WAP, but it is wings and pizza. It is a parody. And she's saying wings and pizza. And that shit was hilarious. Josh did not seem impressed with it. I was, I was actually like, to be honest with you, I was a little kind of like, oh, oh, because she was shoving a lot of food in her mouth. And I was like, I, I was kind of disgusted because I was imagining myself shoving that much food in my face. And I, it just, I felt. I felt awkward. I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, you should YouTube it. Lardy B. She's a large, large lady. Lardy B. Wop. Lardy B. Wop. I'm really mad that you didn't think it was as funny as I did. What are you mad about that? For? I don't know. I really expected more from you. <laughs> I thought you would have thought it was way funnier than you reacted to it. I didn't. I don't. People change. It's changing. <laughs> Growing up. No, you're not. Are you going up? Are you changing, Josh? Are you really changing? I'd like to, I'd like to think I am. Isn't that what we want? We want to change? We want to be better? We want to, be, we want to grow as people? That fucking scene from Bridesmaids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're the same. Uh, anyway, so you wanted to talk about... You said something about being insane. Or no, we were driving and you were like, that's, isn't that the definition of insanity? Yeah. Because there's some, there's some people we know that are going through some stuff in life. There's actually a lot of people right now in our 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 lives that are going through like the exact same thing but they don't know that they are yeah so what we're we were talking with josh and i were just yeah. just talking about it because josh and i handle these situations very vastly differently differently vastly differently and i was we were just kind of consulting each other on how to be supportive of friends but also like where's the boundary on letting your friends do things that you know isn't going to end well for them and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So back it up. Back it up. We have a lot of, I would say like three, three or four people in our lives. Oh yeah. Yeah. Three or four, like four yeah. plus. Three or four people in our lives that uh, when it comes to personal relationships. Well, it was like just recently, like it's not always like it. Yeah. Not, not all the time, but within the past week I've had three or four of this situation. Yeah. 
with different people. Where occur. where you feel something about someone, like let's say there is a woman in front of me and I feel something very strongly for this person and I get fucked over. I get my feelings hurt. I get angry. This person disrespects me. Um, okay. Well, you make it sound like really shitty. So I feel like there's... How, like how am I supposed area. to explain it? I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to make it black and white here. I'm trying to make it extreme. So that it's easier to understand. How would you explain it? Oh, keep going. Keep going. Like, then. like bad stuff happens to me. And if, if you know me, you know, I'm not going to stand for that kind of stuff. But in yeah. this particular time, uh, because of how, where I'm at in life right now or how I'm feeling, I may, I may ignore that stuff or I may look at it and put it to the side because I'm either depressed, I'm lonely, I have nothing else going on in life. And this person in front of me can either distract me or give me something that I can't get without them. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. So I guess the way I would summarize it is people have a tendency to wear those rose tinted glasses when it comes to someone they have feelings for. Yes. And you, some people don't even acknowledge or even see the red flags. Yes. They just blow right past them. Correct. And only see the good, the green, because that's what they're looking for. They're looking to validate their feelings for this person. Mm -hmm. But some people also recognize that there are red flags and say, I don't care, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> More power to those people. But also at that same rate, you know what you're walking into. So when these red flags actually occur and manifest themselves as situations in your life, yeah, you need to hone responsibility for that. And you need to know that that person, yes, has done these things, but you allowed that to happen to you. You did. You accepted this behavior when you said, I see this red flag, but I don't care. And 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 it's not. It's not anyone specific that we're, I mean, like there's like all of we you. We could we're, name specific people. We're literally but. all talking to all of you. I hope every one of you feels affected by this right now. Because <laughs> there are a lot of you. Um, but <laughs> I'm totally I, kidding. Yeah. But I know, I agree with what you're saying. But I've I, done it. Yeah. No, I've done it too. 100%. I know it too. But my, my thing is, I didn't realize this until we just started talking about it now. Yeah. That when, when people get into these types of situations with, you know, they know there's red flags and they just choose to ignore them. Yeah. Those red flags will come out when you have to complain or you have to vent or you have to seek counsel from your friends. Right. And I've be being in my position with the, the, the few people that, you know, is going through this stuff right now as a friend. Are they, and they're venting to you. Yes. Okay. It gets, it gets frustrating Same. for me as a friend because I told you straight up, yes. like, this is not healthy. This is not going to be good for you. I heard this before. You've said this before. Like, what do you, what do you expect that's going to happen? Again, I understand that, you know, this is your life. You're choosing to do this. I get it. But at the same time, if you're choosing to ignore these red flags and it's causing you this much, I won't say pain, this much, you're distraught over it. Like, you got to think about how I feel hearing about this all the time. You know, like, yeah. I, I get it, but I can only do so much. Like, I've, I've already tried to help you. I don't know why you keep coming back to me complaining about the same thing over and over. Like, that's the definition. It does. It does. That's the definition of insanity. Is yeah, what exactly. You were saying. Doing the same thing, hoping for different results. And so there's two ways that I take that. Um, and that's what you were asking me earlier was because I... I I can sympathize with that situation where, and I know some of my friends can also sympathize listening to me vent about something in the past, like over and over and over again. Like, well, why do you keep doing that? Why do you keep doing that? You see the red flag, you know yeah. this, you know that. Well, I've, I hope now that my friends can see that I have fixed all of that, like, so that I know what I'm venting, like, and what I'm not venting. So as the friend that has things happen where they become frustrating like with entanglements or, or whatever the situation is. Usually it's relationship based. Yeah. Um, and I have chosen to 
accept and ignore the red flags. Um, but also it's like, it comes down to, did you accept those red flags and become like a relationship or did you accept those re red flags and become uh, friends with benefits or did you accept those red flags and just be friends or it's and it applies to all of those situations. So do you think so based on what you just said, do you think accepting those red flags when once you do that, you have to define what it is? So what I think is because if I accept red flags and I don't define what that relationship is. Am I setting myself up for failure? I think, yes, you are. But I think there's two ways that you, as either the person in the situation, ignoring the red flags or acknowledging them or what have you, handles it versus being the friend that gets vented to handles yeah. it. Like there's two different ways. So as the friend, personally, when this happens and I, I do have to separate myself sometimes, like I have to remove my personal bias from this position and I have to try to gauge whether or not this person is venting to me just to get this off their chest because they're having a hard time. And that's what people want to do when they have a hard time. She's not, he or she is not going to come to me in every single situation that's great and be like, oh my God, guess what this person did? Look at what this person did for me. Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe they do this. Like, I love them so much. Or I really like them because of this. Or I like, they're not going to come to me with all the, all the good stuff, but they're definitely going to come to me with every single bad thing you do. Yeah. And as the friend, the venting, like the friend hearing it, I have to know that there is an imbalance with the person that they're talking about. I'm always going to hear the bad. So I cannot always let my feelings about her, his or her situation with that person go one way or another. I have to try to maintain neutral ground. When it occurs over and over and over again, and I can tell that this is now a negative thing, I will give you my opinion. I will say, I do not think this is good for you. I think that you should move on. I think that you should do this. Or I feel like you're not being treated the way, you know, you say your piece yeah. and you let them know that they cannot vent to you anymore if you can't handle it. Or you say, your peace and you say, but I'm here for you, whatever you decide. And that's the stance that I take. I've let my friends know, I don't think this is healthy for you. I think you need to move on or I think that there's a better path, but I'm here for whatever path you decide. I think that's where a lot of friends get caught up in is they just want to tell them what to do with their lives. Yes. Like you need to do this. You need to do this. Do this. And that's not a healthy friendship. You can't, you can't control someone else's life. Um, and like, everyone has to experience things differently. Exactly. So what I, like, I agree with you. I noticed you do that. <laughs> I noticed Why are you, you laughing? because you, you do that, but you do it in a tone of voice that you did not just say. Yours is different. How is mine different? Yours isn't in reference to the same shit. Yeah, it's not. Because the last few times that you told me about some shit that you were doing, that you weren't supposed to be doing. How did I handle that? I think I handled that fucking well as shit. Yeah, I was expecting a lot worse. Yeah, That's so. True. That's true. Growth, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then also as the person ignoring those red flags or accepting them, whoever you may like may be with, whether it's with a person you want to be in a relationship with or seeking a relationship with or a person that you're just friends with, like you and I are just friends. I have to accept your faults as well as your green flags or whatever, like the good parts of you. Green flags. Green flag. I don't know. Benefits. what the fuck Yeah. Pros and cons. Whatever. I accept both of them. Benefits is the wrong word. We don't have no benefits. We have no benefits here. Well, I get a ride sometimes. That's not in your car. Either. In your car. In your car. Sorry, <laughs> I get the ride in the passenger seat of her car. Is that what we're calling it nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> no. So it's like, um, as a person ignoring the red flags, because I'm in, I've, I've been in situations fairly recently where it's like, 
I have to, I check myself when it comes to things like that, where it's like, you have like two, like the two parts of your brain where it's just like full on your immediate reaction. Well, I cannot ever divulge into that because my immediate reaction for a lot of shit is like off the wall. It doesn't even make sense. It's like not logical. It's like, oh, I really like this person. I don't want to hear about them talking about so-and-so or whatever. It's emotional. You're, because your emotions are indeed not logic. It's yeah. not, they're not logical thoughts. Yeah. In previous episodes where I'm like, where I could shut, I don't shut them off. I just, I can't, like I cater them to the situation. I will walk my, re, my emotional feelings and thoughts into the logical like loop. Like I feel this way. Okay. Well, why do I feel that way about this situation? Okay. Well, it's because I have allowed myself to do this, that, and the other when I shouldn't have. And now I am no longer allowed to be upset because I accepted this behavior or whatever the case is. And most people don't do that. So when most people don't do that, though, um, talking about hopefulness or trying to change people, that kind of stuff. So yeah. do you think that plays into that, though? Yeah. Like when I when I don't take the time to understand my emotions in a logical sense, I just run with it emotionally. And when I talk to people like say, I, let's say I ignore the red flags, like you're just saying. And I use those, that emotional feeling to try to talk to people. Do you think I'm giving people hope? When you run off of just your emotions and you don't think about the outside consequences to your actions, what you're saying to people, how you're treating them or how they're treating you, you're, you're, you're tunnel visioned. You're not exploring all of your opportunities. You're not exploring all of your emotions. You're hyper-focused on the ones that you want to take place. And it, it's because you're hopeful that those things will happen, right? Yeah. I'm really focused on this one dude. I really want him to like me. He said he doesn't want a relationship uh, or he doesn't want to be exclusive, but this, I will look like, not I, I'm, this is just as a, as person. a person with my tunnel vision, I will find hope in things that they're saying or doing, or, you know, instead of, instead of hearing what, what actually is being said, you hear what you want to hear. You hear what you want to hear. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I keep those, and it's like rose tinted glasses, earmuffs, like everything is rose tinted. Like you've, you've made this person out to be someone that they're not, you want them to be. So you've found hopefulness in their potential and not who they actually are, who yeah. you think that they could be. But instead of just accepting people for what they are right now, like, and can I have a relationship with this person or a friendship with this person based off of what they are right now, not what I think they could be. In doing so, you're hurting both yourself and the person that you're trying to consistently change. Not to mention the friends that you may lean on in this type of situation. And you're putting pressure on all of your friends around you every yeah. time you vent to them. I think that's a big thing is people don't see that effect. They just see them and the other person. They don't see the effect on their circle. It's a little bit unfair and it's very selfish. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't do it. I definitely probably do. I, it, I if definitely I'm, probably <laughs> do. If I have done it and in, in, you guys are more than welcome to let me know. No, you've done it. I've done it. You called me out on it a couple of times. Like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. My no, bad. We both done like everyone does it. It's just, it, it sucks that it takes so much time to figure out that you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't instantly, you can't recognize it because you're caught up in the rose tint. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm getting pretty good at not getting caught up in the rose tint. Oh, yeah, no, you're jaded as fuck. No, I, you don't need to be <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I think you need to be jaded. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, not, I'm kidding. I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm just playing. No, I'm kidding. I know I do. I do see it in you. Like uh, you may be interested in a person and a guy and I can tell you're happy about it, but then I think I've known you for what, three or four years now. Logical Laura walks in. Yeah. Door. And it's getting, it's, it's like the fucking Kool-Aid man. She's like, bitch, this ain't gonna work. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm totally kidding. But no, I can I can see the the amount of time it takes you to take those rose tint glasses off, glass and off. it's getting shorter for yeah. the the past four years that I've known you. It's kind of getting shorter. It is, and I still enjoy relationships or friendships with people. Yeah, like after I've got those rose tinted glasses off, because now I'm not put. You're not putting fucking people on pedestals. We're all just people. Just Everyone's fucked up in some way or another. Everyone's got some some shit that they do that somebody's not gonna like. Like nobody's perfect. We're just not. Nope. So it's like, quit putting motherfuckers on pedestals. Like, just quit. Like, this dude or this chick is not that fucking amazing. Like, when somebody did it to you, I was like, he's just a man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did do that, though. You did. You're just a dude. You just, like, you're not even that great. Like, I'm sorry. I don't understand. One man's trash is another man's treasure, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I imagine you as trash. I was, I have been many a man's trash. Okay. <laughs> Ask oh. the last one. <laughs> I'm sure he would love to come on and tell you guys about how fucking crazy I was. And I had to kick me to the curb, but I wouldn't fucking leave. I'll burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> uh, we're still friends though. It's fine. It's funny. We like to laugh about it now. That's like another thing is like you, if people spend all this time like trying to make shit happen instead of just letting shit happen. Live in the moment. Live, be present. <sighs> okay. Be present. Who's the hippie now? Well, that's what? That's when you say that, that's what I think of. That's true, though. Yeah. I mean, be I present. Don't don't try to plan things I'm not saying out ha- 10 years. I'm not saying everyone has to have open relationships. And I'm not saying everyone has to be like hardcore, like don't fuck until you're married kind of shit. But yeah. it's like. There's a really great median in between the two of those somewhere that we all like to really hang out in. And it's it's just so much easier if you just don't attach all of the extra bullshit, your bullshit, because that's what we do. We uh, we take our bullshit from the last relationship, the one before that, the one before that. And then you come up with this giant fucking pile of shit. And now you've applied it to somebody that you don't even really know. Like, you really don't know these people. Like, I'm, I hate to break it to you. You don't know somebody until... You're deep in, like six no, months. No, even then. Like, even then? I feel like you don't know what someone's capable of until they've done it. Ah. Uh. So you will never, ever really know someone. Mm-hmm. Like, on such a level where you can just predict who they are as a person. Because we're always changing, right? It's true. Oh, we I are know. always changing. I'm like, get off my fucking soapbox over here. <laughs> I just get so uh, not annoyed, but like this passionate is, this is about a, this. Yeah, I was about to say this is a topic you're passionate about. I think I think you are so passionate because a lot of your friends go to you for this type of shit. Well, that, but also it's like I've experienced all of this shit, and it's it's not that people haven't experienced things, but I feel like I have a very solid understanding and experience, like little little treasure box of you know shit ass relationships and things that I fucked up. I wouldn't and things call that it other- treasure. To just a box. What's I feel like it, it has made me a treasure. I'm a treasure, so fuck you. So you just said so far you've been trash. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said I have been trash. Yeah. I am currently not trash. I don't think I'm trash. I'm a little trash. It's fine. I did just try to blame my kid for drinking Smirnoff. <laughs> <laughs> all day. Took up all your whole day. It really did. It was like all in my head the whole day. I was like, man, I just did just did he really like this is a first. Moral of the story. Uh, when you talk to someone, where are you going with that? I was going to say, like, when you talk to someone, be cognizant that they might be, you know, ignoring red flags. Oh, be cognizant of what you're saying to that's, people. 
here's what I'm, here's another thing about that though, is you can be an honest person and you can be honest with everyone in your life. You can say things like, I don't want a relationship or I'm not ready to date right now or, but how, just because you say your truth doesn't mean someone interpreted your truth the way that you meant it. You understand it. And that's another thing is like, especially, okay, like, especially when people are saying things like, oh, I don't want to date right now. You know, especially when they're looking for something that's not so serious and they're like, you, oh, you, you said this earlier when, I did. when you said, uh, what does it mean to Laura when you hear someone say, I'm not looking to date right now? What they're saying, if somebody has said that to you, they're saying, I do not want to date you. And I, you guys can argue with me all day long. I would love to know a relationship that panned out after having said that to someone. Yeah. I guarantee that percentage is so fucking small because the way people operate is oh, I, I don't want to date right now. I'm not ready for a relationship you right said, now, but that could change in the future. You said earlier, you said earlier, sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. You going. You said earlier, uh, when I asked you that question, you said there's like the person who's saying that there's no one in their life right now they want to date. Not specifically that person, but no one in their life they want to date right now. Did you, didn't you say that? Yeah, I was going to get to that. Oh, sorry, my off. bad. My bad. I got excited. So when somebody says that to you, or they're like, I don't want to date right now. I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Uh, maybe that'll change in the future. I'm not sure, whatever. What they're saying right now is that there's not a person in their life that has the capability to change their mindset on that, which means it's not you, motherfucker. You're not going to be the person that comes in and changes this person's world. Like, I'm sorry. You're just not. If they haven't felt that yet with you and they're telling you, Oh, somebody could totally change that. Chances are you're not the motherfucker they're referring to. They haven't met that person yet. Because if they felt like they had met somebody that is capable of changing that, they wouldn't be telling you they're not ready to date because they'd be telling this other motherfucker they're ready to date and they'd be dating them. Like, it's that fucking simple. And that's where people start driving in with this hopefulness. And it's like a Mario Kart of hopefulness. They're just like fucking all over the road. Don't do that. Fucking blue shells, red shells. Yeah. Just don't do that. Don't even. So if somebody is like, oh, I'm not ready to date right now. Take that for what the fuck it is and move the fuck on. If they're, if they got other entanglements going, shit that's unresolved, chances are they're not going to date you. They're not ready to date you. They don't want to be with you. Doesn't mean that they don't enjoy you, that they don't enjoy your company, that they don't enjoy your friendship or whatever the fuck you guys got going on. They may enjoy you and all that, but not enough so to give you what you want from them. A romantic entanglement. It, it could be romantic already. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean that you're going to be that person that comes in and changes them. Sorry. It's just not. And if you're already in a relationship with somebody and you're just hanging on by a thread because you've got hope that they'll change, you're not going to be the motherfucker that changes them. They're going to change after you're gone because of what you did or because of all this shit. And they're going to be better for the next person. You see what I'm saying? I get it. There's a lot of hand movements going on. I'm just just saying. (laughs) It just drives me nuts that people just don't fucking see this shit. And it's so simple and it's so easy. But they get in all their emotions and they're like, oh, well, I just I I like feel something for this person. Like, how many motherfuckers are there on this planet? You're going to feel something for someone else. I promise. It's going to happen. You will, and it will be a much easier and it'll be much better. You just have to be patient. Learn to be the fuck alone for a minute. Be lonely. Know what that feels like. Like, people never want to be alone. Nope, never. On that note, I'll get off. Now I will get off my fucking soapbox. Now we're off the second tier of soapbox. 
Is there a third tier? Should I pre- should I jump off that right I'm now? Pretty or should sure, we keep going? Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure I know where that's going. I think I've driven my point home enough to this point. You have. Like you've driven home pretty far. And if you guys haven't figured it out, like you're the dumbass then. Like it's not me, it's you. I I agree. Like what you said about being lonely, I think that's hundred percent. Nowadays, no one wants to be alone. People are scared to be. Well, by it's themselves. because we have access to people so easily, like through Snapchat, through yeah. Facebook, through dating apps, through whatever the fuck. You can just go up to the bar and not be lonely. Like, be alone. Know what it's like to feel alone. It's a not a great feeling, but you should still know what that is. It makes you and recognize it and and be at peace with it, so that when you do wind up having to be alone, you're not settling for being mistreated or being uh you know used or whatever the fuck you're feeling you know about all your all the negative shit you're feeling about other people treating you the way that they treat you it's because you set the precedence for that relationship you have allowed them to know that they can get away with this shit and you know how you keep them from doing that you cut those motherfuckers off if you can treat me some type of way there's the door get go out of it get to step it if they don't leave then you fucking leave like don't take subpar treatment just to avoid being alone i'm like and it's a lot of people are, oh it's easier said than done. oh you you've been doing it for so long you don't know what it's like like coming coming out of like a really or like whatever the case i don't know fucking people say all sorts of shit but it's like i still feel lonely sometimes yeah like it it sucks but i push through it because i know that i need to sit with those feelings and i know i need to appreciate what this feeling is so that when i am not feeling it and i'm getting to feel the other end of that spectrum I can appreciate it that much more. I'm not just jumping from person to person, spending time with people consistently uh, just to avoid feeling alone. There's a true movement or sense of empowerment when you can be alone, be by yourself and be at peace with that. Yeah, there really is. No one one can shake you from that. So if you're jumping from person to person to person and you're not taking time for yourself, do you even know what you want? Do you even know what you're looking for? Do you even know uh, what's going on in your life if you don't take that time? Exactly. If you don't understand yourself. Yeah, 100%. How would you feel about that one? I, uh, I'm scared that I'm going to be alone here because we're going to have to say goodbye to our valued listeners. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We've missed that for a fucking month. We have. You have. I have, I have only you, a little bit. Just a little bit. It's all right. Don't worry, Josh. We'll get better at his exiting transitions. I'm I'm actively trying not to. Oh, well, now I'm upset. (laughs) We thank you all for joining us for The Deuce. Season two. Episode one. Next week, The Double Deuce. Season two, episode two. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Venmo. At Dead Inside But Caffeinated. You can also email us at Dead Inside Caffeinated Podcast at gmail.com.